0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks that make the best patio furniture in the whole world, called By the Yard. Before we hear from Jim, let's uh, talk a little bit about Lee and Pam at their beautiful store for nature lovers, that is Cardinal Corner. Uh, they say again that uh, this time of the year, th- think of those nesting birds starting with wood ducks and bluebirds. Speaking of which, Cardinal Corner has those beautiful Peterson bluebird kits that will help you track the bluebirds to your yard or maybe even start a, a bluebird trail. Of course, they have the freshest bird seed you're going to find anywhere in town at Cardinal Corner. And have you signed up for their monthly newsletter yet? All kinds of tips and stories, just go to cardinalcorner.com to sign up. Uh, we hope you stop in and see Lee and Pam. They're located in West St. Paul Butler in South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center location. They always like to chat with you. 651-455-6556 or again online at cardinalcorner.com. Pay them a visit though. You'll see that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Happy Easter to you, Jim, and your family. It's officially 12 degrees in the Twin Cities.
1: Oh, 12. Okay. Well, we're um, out a little farther away, so it's nine. Nine. And, wow, single and, digit. Wow. And as our listeners probably know, I'm calling from the northwest side of Lake Waconia, uh, about 30 miles west of, of downtown Minneapolis. But I've, I've been watching this full moon. It's low in the west. You probably saw it and you were on the way to work.
0: Absolutely. Morning. I sure did.
1: <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm out there nine, nine above, just a few minutes ago, and listening to black-capped chickadees, white-breasted, not hatches, c- calling their spring, their spring songs. And uh, off in a distance, heard the double squawk of a ring pheasant and several red-winged blackbirds trilling, just like, just like you'd hear on a normal spring morning. So like, And uh, Julie Brophy, who lives in Victoria, she and Bill in Victoria said that huge numbers of, of dark eyed juncos. So it's like that the ground was crawling with it. She noticed that yesterday, yeah, for the first time. And, and we did here too. We've always had a few here all winter, but now it's just many, many of them. So um, the, the moon is low in the west, and March 31st was the second full moon in March and called the blue moon. Um, Consulting astronomer Rod Nerdal says that it's unusual to have, you know, two blue moons, that's two different months, in the same year. It happened uh, in 1999, 19 years ago, and the next time will be in 2037, uh, 19 years from now. Wow. Um, And, Danny, this Chinese space station... Oh, yes. It's supposed to fall out of orbit. Um, uh, Rod Nerdal says that the latest is that possibly between 7 p.m. tonight, Central Daylight Time, and 3 a.m. Monday morning, it should come in. Mm. But um, no, like, zero chance of it striking uh, North America.
0: Oh, no so, no, so there's no, there's no chance it's going to hit in the yeah, U.S. Yeah,
1: according to the orbits and and what he has studied and looked at and okay. read about and so on. He really keeps track of these things. Very good. And then he said, uh, look up uh, tomorrow morning at uh, 6 o'clock or, you know, close to that. Mars and Saturn have been close together, and they're going to be at their closest point, just a little over a degree apart uh, tomorrow morning, about 6. You look in the, in the south southeast, so that's for astronomy. Now, and this is astronomy too. Sunrise was six fifty four this this Easter Sunday morning, and sunset seven forty one. So, Denny, that gives us twelve hours and forty seven minutes of daylight. I know it's cold out there, but boy, when you if you can get in a place out of the wind, by the, there's little or no wind out here now get in a place you can just feel that sunlight on you.
0: You like really can. That's true. Yes.
1: But, uh, and Denny, this is the same amount of sunlight as we expect to have on September 10th. So, uh, you know, these days are getting long.
0: They so, are, and it's it's doing its job, even in the 20 degree range, it's melting.
1: So I know, did you know like yesterday, we had two inches of snow and, you know, some ice from some rain, and uh, yeah, I went out and shoveled, but it our whole driveway just cleared off.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: That's, that's what happens in, in, in this time of the year. Anyway, we're gaining three minutes and a few seconds of daylight each day. We've gained 22 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And as of today, exactly four hours of daylight has been gained since uh, December 21st, the winter solstice. Four hours. That's great. And we still have 2 hours, 49 minutes of daylight to gain by June 21st, the June or what we call summer solstice here in the northern hemisphere. The normal high for the day is 50. The normal low is 31. Records for the day, get this when you think about 12 above at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport right now. 12 above. Okay, just think of this now. The record high for the day, 84. In the Twin Cities, this is in Phoenix, 84, (laughs) set in 2015, just three years ago. But on the other hand, the record low is 9, set in 1975. And if I look at Pioneer records, there was a plus one recorded at Fort Snelling on this date in 1843, a plus one. The most snow we received in this date in recorded history, 4.6 inches on this date in 2002. And now uh, this moon will set at 741. People can watch it go down. And we'll uh, rise again tonight at 907. And our next full moon is April 29th. A year ago today, April 1st, 2017, we had a low of 35 and a high of 66 in the Twin Cities. Migrating common loons were seen on Twin Cities area lakes as they were moving north, and they had arrived in some of the northern lakes, which were losing their, their, their ice covers. Lawns were starting to green up. This is a year ago today. Silver maples were blooming and quaking aspen trees, shedding pollen, and the western chorus frogs were calling. Also on April 1st, the ice was ice out date last year for Lake Osecus. That's in Todd and Douglas counties. Big Sauk Lake, which is right near Sock Center and Rock Lake near McGregor. Ice out April first, twenty seventeen. Ice out for Lake Minnetonka last year was March twenty seventh. Now looking thinking about that, right now Tom Theogis from he lives on Gilmore on the edge of Gilmore Lake, that's uh, near near little town of Dorset in Hubbard County. Twenty-six inches of ice there and then plus a lot of snow on top of the ice. Last year The ice-out date for Upper Bottle Lake, that's also in Hubbard County, was April 5th. And now the ice cover is 24 inches with snow on the top. That's according to Bill Jones. And I have another ice-out date. Um, This would have been Little Rock Lake near Rice in Benton County. Ice-out last year was March 29th. And now, according to Jim Hovda, 28 inches of ice covers the lake. So it's, you know, huge difference. Maple syruping reports. We've got lots of good reports on maple syruping. Our neighbors, uh, Jeff and Lynn uh, Keenholes, have just 10 taps out just to make enough maple syrup for their family and for friends. But uh, they uh, made their first batch of maple syrup last weekend and they said the syrup has turned out beautifully this year. Clark McNamus from East Bay Sugarbush, located near the northeast side of Lake Waconia, says that this could end up being a good year, but it's been slow getting started. He said the quality of the syrup this year though is awesome. Donna Mary Summers from SummerScogan Sugarbush and Minnetrista, they have a thousand taps out and are using the modern vacuum and tube setup. They're able to collect seven hundred and fifty gallons of sap this past Friday. That was their best run of the season, at least so far. Sugar content has been averaging 2.5%. With the help of their son, Peter, and their daughter, Erica, they boiled sap and made 57 gallons of syrup this past Friday from sap collected during the week. Diane and Dave Hearing, who have a sugar bush uh, on their farm near Waterville, made their fifth batch of syrup yesterday. The syrup is a great flavor. They had their best sap flow this past Friday. And that had been just the 30th of March. They collected 120 gallons from 114 taps. And uh, sugar content for them has been right around 3%. Diane and Dave Hearing also report that the Cannon River is open, and so when it enters Lake Cicada makes some more open water and at Warsaw by Wells Lake, lots lot some open water there too, and that's making for lots of waterfowl arriving. These migrating waterfowl been coming in. Friday, Dave at six thirty, uh, Dave Herring heard uh, wild turkey gobbling. Yesterday there was an influx of dark eyed choncos in their yard too. And that past Wednesday on the warm day Warm day Wednesday, the temperature is in the low 50s. Uh, they notice green leaves, just tiny, tiny new green leaves on violets and bedstraw. Those are a couple of wildflowers in their sugar bush. That's there in near Waterville. Tundras will to return to southeastern Minnesota and the open Mississippi River from the east coast where they winter from the Chesapeake Bay, Maryland area to North Carolina. And they'll be heading to the Arctic Circle. But they're hanging around now, the Mississippi River area, because of open water. But they also move out into fields. Uh, birder uh, Father Martin Siebenhaller from Hastings saw hundreds of tundra swans in a field near Hastings yesterday. Ray and Marlene Simon from Northville last Sunday saw about 500 tundra swans in a field near Hastings and hundreds more in corn and soybean stubble fields between Cannon Falls and Northfield, and again Thursday, race off a field full of tundra swans near Prairie, or excuse me, Prior Lake. And naturalists, and teachers Art and Barb Straub report from the, the the sewer area that this past week was the best they've ever had for observing tundra swans in stubble fields. Their largest flock was 300 and some that they saw. On Wednesday, Gail Weberdink saw 800 to 1,000 tundra swans in a field near Vermilion. Now, Vermilion is in Dakota County. So lots and lots of these tundra swans being seen. Oh, hey. Yes. Did you, you use your by the yard furniture as a snow gauge yesterday? Well,
0: I did, and it's cleared <laughs> off already, as you know. <laughs> that that know. sun came around the backyard, and boy, there, there, there it was.
1: I just have to tell you, Russ Ritberger called me and would we'll do his report later on, but he said we had six inches of snow. They live, um, oh, along Bass Creek and Brooklyn Park, but six inches of snow. He said it fell right on their by the yard table. <laughs> and he went out and measured it on the table.
0: Well, Jim and I love this furniture. It's not only a Cecil and family-run business, but it's, uh, it's, it's talk about a green company. I'm not talking about the color. I mean, they they make this furniture, very substantial furniture, Jim, and I mention that all the time, out of recycled plastic milk jugs. They are now this weekend, Jim, and as you know, at the uh, Home and Garden Show at the yes. uh, Convention Center.
1: Yes. Uh, the I saw two- their advertisement on television, heard it on the radio. Yeah. And there have been a lot of people that are looking at it.
0: Well, uh, really, now is the time to get there. You you, you can get the same deal. You don't have to go to the show if you can't make it. Uh, But, again, it's this weekend and next weekend at the convention center. You're going to save hundreds not only on the furniture but on delivery as well. This is, by the yard, the only Minnesota manufacturer of maintenance-free outdoor furniture in Minnesota. There are a few knockoffs out there, so be careful. There's a huge difference. Uh, By the Yard is the best. Now, if you can't get to the show, as I mentioned, a lot of folks call after Jim's show. Uh, You can go to the showroom. Jim and I recommend you do that. A lot of great ideas there. Uh, Or online. That makes it easy. uh, Bytheyard.net. Bytheyard.net. You're going to save there. Or here's that toll-free number folks use to call uh, to get that catalog. 877 220 0448 Or Jim and I recommend head to the Gu- the Home and Garden Show, or down there on one sixty nine at that beautiful yeah. showroom.
1: Very showroom. Yeah, have two places where you can go see it. I saw some at Bachman's. Oh,
0: that yeah, week. that's right. They they, they yeah. help out there too. Absolutely. Yep. Well, what else do you have, Jim, in the next couple minutes or so?
1: Okay. Well, um, Russ and Sandy Ripberger. I uh, live on the edge of Bass Creek, which is which is wide open. I'm sure there's some more ice on it today, but it was wide open. And uh, they're the people that have, a Bass Creek, right in Brooklyn Park, where they're the people that have 45 wood duck nesting boxes on a half-acre lot. And it's really neatly done. I've been in their yard. It's just so, I, as people would say, so cool. Uh, the first two wood ducks, it was a pair, male and female, arrived March 19th, and by yesterday, the number of wood ducks returning was up to 30. Now, Russ is feeding the wood ducks corn. He scatters corn out there for them. He said that on Wednesday, when the temperature reached 52 degrees, that was our warmest so far in 2018, the wood ducks were flying in and out of the nesting boxes, but they didn't Friday and Saturday. Interesting. When it got cooler and, and weather was threatening and so on, quit doing that. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live uh, near the Cannon River on the edge of Northfield report, of course, the Cannon River is open, and uh, the fuzzy silver-gray pussy willow catkins, those are the fuzzy things, are out. So now, pussy willow twigs can be cut and brought indoors for a touch of spring. These are, these are native plants. They noticed an influx, and that means an increase in numbers of dark-eyed jumpos yesterday. And also yesterday, Ray and Marlene counted twenty five different species of birds coming to their feeding station, including fox sparrows, many dark eyed junk cardinals, mooring doves, and the first of the year chipping sparrows. Tom Bovers and, and his wife Lisa, they're great birders from, from Fairboat. This past week saw three different snowy owls near Nurse Trent. I thought all the snowy owls had gone to the Close to the Arctic already, but no, they're still around. So the last one they saw was Friday, March thirtieth. Yesterday was a what a what he calls a fallout of migrants. A warm front in the very early morning may be what brought many migrating birds in, including his first of year common snipe, hermit thrushes, eastern phoebe, also many golden crown kinglets. Huge influx of dark eyed juncos, American tree sparrows, song sparrows, fox sparrows. And because of the open water in the Cannon River running into Wells Lake and other spots there right in Fairbow, there's so many migrating waterfowl, including canvasbacks, ringneck ducks, lecher scalp, three species of mergansers, northern shovelers, and of course many wood ducks. Mary Brislands from Lutzen reports seeing a great. Gray owl, that's our biggest owl that you can see. Right along the North Shore. Other people have reported seeing the great gray owl too. In her yard, a dozen common red poles are coming to eat, including one hoary red pole. There's a rare And um, also at their feeding station, of course, the flying squirrels come each evening. And a bobcat also has been coming.
0: Wow, Bobcat! Well, one yeah, more nature, amazing? one in more California. nature notes yeah. here, uh, Tom. This came from Tom around Lake Marshall, uh, seeing uh, watching a pair of eagles nesting on Lake Marshall, a small 200-acre lake in Lyon County. So, thank you, Tom, uh, Tom, for that. Uh,
1: Lyon and County, okay, way out west.
0: An attempt, okay. six degrees. The texter says in Corcoran, six degrees, six degrees in. in
1: Corcoran. Corcoran.
0: We have to run, Jim. We wish you the happiest of Easter, you and your family.
1: You too. Happy Easter, and have a great week. We'll
0: talk to you next week. Thank you, Jim. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning for Nature Notes here on 830-WCCO. We'll have a look at weather coming up.